Welcome to the Change What We Normalize podcast, where we focus on breaking disempowering stigmas by having powerful conversations to help you elevate your mental strength and build resiliency. Welcome back to another episode of the Change What We Normalize podcast. What's going on, everybody, to my listeners and supporters? Thank you for tapping in as always. And if you are a new listener and supporter, I just want to say welcome home. Um, I'm feeling uh, much better today. Like I said, every day has been up and down for me lately um, with everything that's going on right now in the country and um, the world, you know, with everything going on. It's been a little up and down, but today has been um, one of those better days I was able to get up, um, just really spend some time with God, um, just really tap in, read my word, meditate on it, uh, uh, pray a little longer than I normally do, listen to some worship. And I'm feeling great today, to be honest. I'm, feel, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, got a lot of things done, did some errands around the house, was able to go grocery shopping this morning. Like, I got a lot of wins this morning, <laughs> a lot of wins. But today, I actually want to transition um, and just share a story. Um, I may start doing this more often, just sharing different stories of life experiences that I've had, um, because I believe that they're extremely valuable and there's a lot of lessons in them. And today, I want to share a share a story of how I ended up on stage with the number one motivational speaker in the world. And if you don't know who that is, his name is Dr. Eric Thomas been following this gentleman for quite some time and it, it was interesting right they were having a conference in philly in philadelphia they were having a conference called stay ready um it was the stay ready conference and i was really excited about going to this conference like i was trying to plan to go but then like an emergency happened you know and it really hit me financially like right in my pocket to where i didn't necessarily have the money to go to the conference. I'd have really been stretching myself then. And I didn't want to put me and my lady in that type of position where I was um, risking our finances, you know, stretching our last to make it to this conference, even though I really wanted to go. Like my intentions were to, to have the money to go, to put this aside. But then this emergency happened and it really hit me in the pockets, right? And before I go into the story, I want to talk about faith, right? Because faith is an action word. This is a story about faith. Faith is an action word, you know, and and the word it says um, faith without works is dead. And I truly believe that faith is an action word. And and in this story, you're going to hear how because I, I stepped up, because I was bold, because I put the work in, because I had a mindset of I was going, you know, faith did its part. And then it allowed me to do so, right? So you can't just pray for more faith or, or want more faith, but not be put in a position to really test and stretch your faith. I talked about this, you know, on an earlier episode about, you know, working your faith muscle and really training that thing. So I'm going to tap in a little more with that today, but I had to share that just so you gain the foundation, right? Because when I, when I was believing and going here and doing these certain things, I had to be put in a position to where I really had to test my faith, right? And it wasn't easy. It was it was pretty challenging, but I made some decisions along that process that really tested my faith. 
and I was able to see my faith grow right in front of my eyes. It was incredible. So I remember meeting up with my good friend, my best friend, Les, right? He was a part of a, um, a, a men's group, a men's community um, called G-Men. And he invited me out to one of their meetings in Philadelphia. Um, the owner of G-Men, uh, his name is Kendall. He, he was very close with Eric Thomas, right? He, he worked with them. Um, I think he did like uh, some type of like security detail for him and different things like that. Like they were close and he was learning from him as like a mentor. So I went to the G-Men meeting. It was incredible. Um, Kendall said some some powerful things, really grabbed my attention and made me realize that I wanted to step up in certain areas. And I wanted to join this group of men. Right. So while we're in the presentation and, and everything's going good, we're finishing up. Uh, he gets a call that, you know, Eric Thomas is going to be at Ishka Bibbles. Now, Ishka Bibbles is a cheesesteak spot in Philadelphia. If you're from Philly, you know what I'm talking about. I believe they have two of them out there. Um, like Ishka Bibbles and Ishka Bibbles 2. Or maybe it might just be both named Ishka Bibbles. I, I don't remember. <laughs> but it's a decent cheesesteak spot in uh, Philadelphia. And they, you know, got the call that he was going to be there. So we're like, oh, he, he's at Ishka Bibbles. And he's like, yo, you know, come through. I'm at Ishka Bibbles. Like, tell everybody to come through. So I'm like, oh, this is dope. I'm going to get to meet, you know, I'm going to get to meet Eric Thomas. So we jump in the car and we zoom over to Ishka Bibbles, you know, along with everyone else. And he, he gets out of... um. Looks, I, I believe it was a black suburban, <laughs> black suburban, very presidential. But he gets out and um, he starts speaking in front of Ishka Bibbles. He's holding this book called The Motivational Manifesto. And um, he's talking about it. But then he just goes into this full on like just speech, like really just going in. And they explained why he's now the number one motivational speaker in the world. Like it was so impromptu. He just jumped up right in front of Ishka Bibbles and started going and I got some recorded on my phone it was incredible um he was taking pictures with everybody I got a picture with him outside and then he asked me for he actually asked for a picture inside we ended up taking a picture inside I was like I just took a picture with you I asked you for a picture but then he jumped in one of our pictures inside and took it again and maybe he forgot you know who we were that fast I don't know there's a lot of people there he ended up buying everyone who was in attendance at Ishka Bibbles that day uh paying for their food um, which was really dope, which was really dope. Right. And I was on like this high, like, man, I got to go to this conference. I have to be there. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm thinking about calling my lady. Like, look, I'm going to spend this money. And it came down to me making a decision that this level of personal development and the things that I was going to learn at this conference um, were worth me spending, you know, that money was worth me really stretching those last few dollars into like my next paycheck. And when I made that decision, it was like late that night. I'm like, look, bro, telling my bro less, like, look, I got to do this. I can't miss this. Like, it's too close to home. I need this information. I need to be around these type of people. I need to learn from them, gain mentorship from them. And coaching, I'm going to just spend this money. And I was on my way to go spend the money, get my card and stuff together. And Les called me like, hey, you know, how do you feel about volunteering tomorrow? You know, at the conference. You know, we'll get some shirts and stuff that they're allowing us to volunteer as a part of the G-Men and give us some shirts and we can come in and volunteer and help out. I mean, I know it's not really attending the conference, but at least you'll be around the people that are there. And I'm like, all right, bet. Cool, cool, cool. So that that saved me from spending the money, you know, first and foremost. But it also allowed me an opportunity to to get in the building without having to pay anything, which was incredible. So I'm excited that next morning I wake up. I'm excited. We head out there. They give us the shirts. 
um, I'm pumped up just to serve. Like, and <laughs> they initially started me at, um, so there was, it was like three different levels in this hotel and they, they positioned me at like an escalator where you had to take the escalator to go up to the conference rooms. And I'm just hype at the escalator. They gave me the sign. I'm, I'm high-fiving people as they walk in. Then, hey, what's going on? It's right upstairs, right upstairs. Like, I'm, I'm hyped up, like turned up for real. And I'm doing all of that. And then they call us up. Um, we have a group of us. And they're like, hey, you know, we're, we're going to go, you know, inside. And we're going to be pretty much the hype crew, you know, from the back kind of thing. Like, we're going to be in the back hyping people up. Um, we're going to do like a, a little tunnel for the speakers when they come through and keep our put our hands out. You know how people run through the tunnel, they got their hands low when they announce the NBA players and stuff like that. Like, we're going to do that for the speakers. I'm like, oh, this is incredible. I get to even go inside now and, and experience the conference a little bit, which is dope. You know what I'm saying? I get to be a part of that. So it gets even better. During the conference, and I remember I told you it's called Stay Ready, right? So they have these signs. One says stay, one says ready. And they were like, hey, we're going to give these signs to, to two of the guys that are here. We need some guys, you know. Some guys that are in shape, some guys that want to hold these signs up, you know. And it was myself and another gentleman who was pretty, he looked pretty physically fit. Like, son was Jack. I ain't even gonna lie. He was Jack. And I was I was on my fitness stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, I was hitting the gym regularly. So, I, you know, I filled my shirt out nice, my volunteer shirt. And um, they gave me a sign, which was dope. They gave me the ready sign. They gave him the stay sign. They gave me the ready sign. And it was like, what you both are going to do? Now, in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, what are we going to hold this outside the conference room so people know to come in? And the organizers like, what's going to happen is this. As the speakers come out, I'm going to have both of the both of you on the stage on each side of the stage. I need both of you on the stage as the speakers come out. And when they come out, we're going to turn on some music, cue some music up and you're going to just turn up with them like you're going to be their hype man, their personal hype man as they're on stage. All of the speakers, Inky Johnson, David Shands, um, Eric Thomas, everybody that's there that's speaking, you're going to be their hype man. Um, and it's, uh, it's interesting because Toby was there as well. Um, Toby Nwigwi, um, who's an incredible artist, man, incredible music artist. He was there. And this was really before he even like took off. But we were on the stage with him as well. And it was super dope just to see him um, in his element uh, before, you know, the fame really kicked off. But back to the story. I'm like, wow, God, this is incredible. I'm get, I'm going to be on stage with these guys to hype them up. Remember, I went from the day before not being able to afford a ticket for this thing to the next day, literally being on stage as as one of the hype men. And it was one of the most incredible experiences that I've ever had. You know, they get on stage, E.T. gets on stage and we just turn it up. Somebody actually sent me the video. I had the video saved to this day. And we on stage just going in and my adrenaline's rushing. I'm hype. I got the sign up. I might have been extra. I don't know. Um, But just to be in that atmosphere was incredible because I started to see what my life would look like. Right. You know, I started to see what it would look like once I really stepped into my purpose, like what it looks like now. Now I'm going to go speak at different schools and different events and conferences and I'm doing a, a commencement speech. I'm like, oh, man, this is what it looks like. This is what it feels like. And now I'm at that point where I'm doing those things, right? And that was a few years ago. It was incredible. I got to, to meet Inky, uh, Inky Johnson, another incredible speaker, CJ, 
um, who's E's right man, the president of the company, president of ETA. Obviously, I got to meet E a bunch of times, hang out with him. Um, I actually got to meet his wife, uh, Didi. It, it was just so dope, man. But that experience really elevated my faith. And it helped me to understand that if I'm going to pray for the faith, if I want to have the faith for, for certain things to happen, I have to go out and be bold about it. I have to take action on it and, and understand that my faith is going to be tested. When I was going to spend that money that night for the ticket, because I was like, I need this information, I need these connections, and I really want to build with these individuals, that was a step of faith. As soon as I went to go step out on faith and actually purchase that ticket was when I received the call to be a volunteer. And in my mind, that was God like, okay, I see you. I see you're going to take action on it. I just wanted to make sure, okay, I got you. And that allowed me to, to really gather that experience, which really shaped um, where I'm at right now, really gave me the confidence and the belief. And it allowed me to experience where I would be in life right there in that moment. And that was incredible for me because it elevated my faith to just new levels. So I wanted to share that story with you guys because um, I believe it was extremely valuable in regards to faith, in regards to taking action, in regards to uh, believing in yourself, in regards to moving even when things are uncertain, following that gut feeling. You know what I'm saying? Listening to God when God's talking to you and giving you instruction and telling you to do certain things. Um, for me, it worked out incredibly. It landed me on stage with the number one motivational speaker in the world. It allowed me to gain exposure. It allowed me to build relationships with certain people. And again, it showed me what my life is going to look like. It showed me what those opportunities look like. It showed me what, what it feels like to receive that from up there on the stage. To receive that when you're pouring value into people. It just showed me all of these different things. And it's an experience that I wouldn't change for the world, man. It wouldn't change for the world. But I had to share that story with you. I hope you enjoyed that story. And with that being said, I'm going to jump into today's building muscle quote. And today's quote is, see facts, but speak faith. Say it one more time. See facts, but speak faith. And for all of my new listeners, I didn't really break down what the building muscle quote is, but, a, but the building muscle quote is a quote that aligns with the episode, with the theme of the episode. I love quotes. I learn from quotes. So I have to share quotes on here because I believe they're extremely valuable and you can just learn a lot from them. You know, I teach from quotes. I think that quotes can change people's lives. And one more time, I'm going to read it again. The building muscle quote for this episode is see facts, but speak faith. The facts were I didn't have the money to really go. But instead, I decided to speak faith. I decided to step out on faith. And that allowed me the opportunity to experience something that I may have not experienced if I were to just purchase a ticket. Mm. <laughs> it's amazing, man. It's amazing what faith can do when you combine it with some real action. God got some dope things for y'all, man. But you can't be stagnant. You got to move in that bold faith. You got to move in that bold faith. And I'm going to wrap this up. As always, man, look, if y'all enjoyed this episode, I want you to subscribe, share, and please leave me a review. Share this thing with a friend, man, a family member, somebody you love, somebody you believe that this podcast can add value to. Show them that you love them by sharing this podcast. 
And when you share, that's how we become more visible to more people, which ultimately means that we can empower more people and continue our mission to change what we normalize. Look, I thank you all in advance, and I'm committed to adding value to your life by elevating this platform to better serve you. And until next time, be blessed and be resilient. I love y'all.